Welcome to the Breaking Through the Noise podcast, a show designed to help you cut through all the static and find the tips, tricks, and encouragement you need to make your business successful. Your hosts are Mark Wilson and Laurel Wright, two entrepreneurs like you struggling and striving to find the pro tips and hacks to be more productive and make more money. Their goal every week is to give you the resources and encouragement that will help you gain an advantage over your competition. So let's not waste any time and get started. Here are your hosts, Mark and Laurel. Hey, Laurel, welcome back to Breaking Through the Noise. We missed you last week. Oh, I missed you guys too. We've been super busy getting back on the road again, and it's been really fun being able to play live shows for for real life people, you know? (laughs) I bet, I bet. You know, my wife and I actually went to a vineyard in Delaware last weekend to gather with a group of friends that have met every Tuesday night online for the last 15 months to listen to my other two favorite musicians, um, Paul Paul and Christy. And it was almost surreal. I mean, some of these people I had never met before. And, and some very casually and hadn't seen, obviously, in a year. So it, it was it was really... I mean, people were really, really emotional. It was, it's, you know, I, I just can't say enough how you guys as musicians and entertainers, you know, help other people, you know, come together. So thank you for that. Well, it's crazy how, you know, you're saying you, you hadn't met some of those people. And it's crazy how, you know, we, we met people through social media during COVID. And then when you see them in real life, it's just, I don't know, it just that's super powerful to me. And, um, I, speaking of experiences, like music experiences, I didn't realize how much I missed going to live shows and playing live shows until I did it again. And I'm like, this is so much more than just singing songs or telling stories. Like it really is an experience. So I really, really miss that. You know, and particularly now that you you spent the last year building community online and again, with a lot of people that you've not met in person yet. That that's got to make it even cooler to be to be live and out in the wild again. Yeah, it is cool. It's taken. I'm having to ease back into it. I'm, I'm used to you know not doing anything now. So, <laughs> well, I you know I'm definitely saving up you know my pennies so that I can come see you in concert sometime. <laughs> yeah, save them up, Mark. You know, it, it, but it it really is exciting. So. um what do you think? I guess we should get started with our episode this week. Yeah, let's do it. Fantastic. So the past few weeks, we've talked about marketing funnels and, and the parts that make up an effective one. You know, we've looked at lead magnet PDFs to attract people with problems you can solve. We talked about email follow-up sequences to connect with new leads. And then last week, we talked about how to feed your marketing funnel using Google Ads. And if you're a, a nonprofit or a, a church, Google has a, a, a grant program to give you up to $10,000 a month in free Google Ads. Yeah, that's really cool. And that's a ton of information we covered about the pieces of marketing funnels. I understand that using a marketing funnel can increase leads, which can lead to more sales. So we do a lot of work with churches and Mark, you encourage them to create content and connect funnels to reach more people. So how does a funnel work from start to finish in a church 
from ministry environment. Can we just talk through the church funnel from start to finish? Oh, absolutely, Laurel. You know, and I think churches and nonprofits can really benefit from funnels that are focused on specific content and making connections. You know, conceptually, a marketing funnel for a business, for example, selling online courses, functions the same way as a connect funnel does for a church. And Laurel, what is the first thing you do in building a funnel for any use? We have to identify the problem we can help our audience solve, of course, but the people that a church, with the people that a church is trying to reach, they have big or broad personal relationship problems that they're trying to fix. Like, how do you build a lead magnet that addresses, like, those types of issues? That is a great observation, Laurel. And, and when we return to our conversation after this week's That One Thing tip, we will address that very question. One of the biggest complaints I heard from pastors prior to the pandemic, and now it seems to be even more magnified, is that they struggle reaching new people online. If we learned anything from 2020, it's that people can find you online if you are offering something that they need to resolve a problem or an issue in their life. All of my churches even saw their oldest generation of congregants getting online to experience their church worship service because they needed it. I'm convinced we have to take that same approach in attracting new people to your church and into the gospel of Jesus Christ by offering them something they are looking for in their life. And I think marketing funnels designed to be content and connect funnels or attract and connect funnels are a fantastic way for any church or ministry to reach more people. On the podcast, we've been talking about how to use these funnels to grow our business. And on this particular episode, we've tailored it specifically for a church application. Me and my team are committing a majority of our time and resources to help churches create content funnels that will connect them to new people. And combining that with the Google Ads grant to drive traffic to your content and to your website almost guarantees a steady stream of new relationships. If you'd like to see how this could work for your church or ministry, go to churchcmo.com funnels and schedule a free consultation. We have three different ways to help you leverage this phenomenal strategy so that it, it can fit your budget and your particular staffing needs. Let's face it, the reality is that Google processes over three and a half billion searches every day, and the average person performs three to four Google searches daily. This is the first or second place that people go today looking for guidance and help. Don't you think the message of Jesus through the church should be the top resources they find? Wouldn't you want your next-door neighbor to find your church's content and support before they make a life-altering or ending decision? We're committed to helping your church help others in your community. Let's talk about some ideas how to make that happen real soon. Again, check out churchcmo.com slash funnels 
or find the links to reach us in the show notes. Let's get back to your question about creating a lead magnet for a church and and the big problems that their target audience faces. This is where I think you need to focus on a more specific topic around a big issue. So if the issue you want want to address with your audience is loneliness or belonging and your church emphasizes small groups, then you might create a funnel with the lead magnet titled, Find Your Place in a New City. The beauty of funnels is, is that you can have several, even around the same topic. You know, it's like fishing with several poles. Another example would be if you have a grief ministry. You can have ebooks for lead magnets on grieving the loss of your spouse, grieving the loss of a parent, a child, etc. And you don't have to rewrite all your follow-up emails from scratch. You can probably tweak your template so that the specific theme of your follow-up can be relevant and specific to the specific topic. Okay, that was a mouthful, so let me say that again. <laughs> you know, you can tweak the follow-up emails so that you know, they can be relevant to that topic, e- even though it's very similar to, to another topic um, that you've also created for. Does that make sense, Laurel? Yeah, it does make sense. Um, so what you're saying is that you can have multiple lead magnets that lead to the same destination, like visit our small groups or find comfort in our grief ministry. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. So now let's walk through an example for a church using the that new-to-town lead magnet. You know, the lead magnet could be called Finding Your Place in a New City, and it would address the problem of plugging into groups and why it's important to be in a healthy community. And then it would provide tips on finding groups to fit your needs, you know, and not just the groups that they would find at your church. And then possibly also uh, how to get to know your neighborhood and get to know your new neighbors. Then your email sequence would ask questions to get to know the person on the other end, where they live, what they like to do, what they miss about their old neighborhood or their old city. And then you can invite them to check out your worship service online or in person and check out your new neighbor's small group. Then you can make sure that when they respond to any of your questions or uh, send you an email response, or better yet, they show up at your church, then you will have a person to connect with them. And if they don't respond but stay subscribed to your emails, Transition them into a regular ongoing nurturing email sequence. And you have special events for new people or or do a small group launch campaign, make sure they get a personal invitation. Yeah, that sounds pretty simple. Once it gets started, the funnel runs on autopilot until the person responds or takes action. And you mentioned nurturing emails, and we haven't really talked you know, about those much in our previous conversation. So, Mark, do you care to elaborate a little bit on how those work? Yeah, that's a great point, Laurel. Nurturing emails are regular emails that keep you in touch with people that have connected with you at some point, but they haven't taken a next step or responded to a call to action. Thus, you're continuing to nurture 
your relationship with this audience, just like you water your flowers so they will grow. You know, a pro tip I can offer here is don't just automatically subscribe these leads to your newsroom. They don't want to read your newsroom. But instead, send them relevant content, even if it's just a brief thought or a follow-up. And here's another kind of pro tip or, or, or an idea around nurturing emails. Even if the lead doesn't open every one of your emails, they will see you in their inbox, keeping you in their mind that you are still ready to help them solve their problem when they're ready to take action. Thank you so much, Mark. This has been another great discussion on marketing funnels. Now I can see how a church can benefit just like a for-profit business. Let us know your questions about marketing funnels or other topics you want to learn more about to become a more effective marketer and entrepreneur. And if you want to help creating and employing your own marketing funnels, go to churchcmo.com funnels and schedule a conversation. All these links and ways to contact us are in the show notes on Breaking Through Noise website too. And one more thing, if you are new to the show or you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and you will be automatically updated when new episodes come out. And be sure to give us a five-star rating so more people can find us and the help that they need. Make sure to share us with your friends and colleagues. You guys have a great week and we cannot wait to talk to you again next week on Breaking Through the Noise. Thanks for investing a few minutes with us on the podcast today. We hope Breaking Through the Noise will become your go-to resource for growing your business and yourself with our pro tips and life hacks. If you like what you heard, please do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if it was helpful, leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And most importantly, let's get connected. Hit us up on social media. Our links are in the show notes. Our theme music is from The Young Fables. Check out their latest album, Pages, on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. We'll see you again next week as we keep breaking through the noise.